This is a podcast from Delancey Elim Church. We meet every Sunday morning at 10.30 in the Delancey Elim Church building at Le Bank St. Samson in the Channel Islands of Guernsey. To contact us or find out more information about us, please visit our website at delanceyelim.co.uk. Amen. Praise God. It's great to be in the house of the Lord, isn't it? It's great to be in his presence. It's a great sense of the Holy Spirit with us this morning. Uh, two weeks ago, I introduced a new series, a new sermon series called Different uh, Gifts, Same Spirit. And I introduced the, 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 the series and what we were going to try and explore over the next few weeks. And so today, um, we're going to look at wisdom and knowledge. And uh, Look at through this series, when you're looking at this passage in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and the gifts that are uh, described there uh, throughout that chapter. I've called this a sermon series, but really it's more of a, a, teaching, spirit, a teaching series. And so, uh, a, bit more than a, a bit more than a preach, it's going to be more about teaching. And so, we understand um, a bit more about what this, what Paul is trying to communicate here in 1 Corinthians 12. You know, it's always good to have a, a, another look at well-known passages in the Scripture. Passages that we, uh, certainly as a Pentecostal church, are very familiar with in, in 1 Corinthians 12. And we would have heard sermons and teaching on it before. But it's good for us to get back into that sometimes. To remind us of what we have learnt. And maybe things that we have neglected along the way. And so we're going to have a, another look, a fresh look, at the gifts of the Holy Spirit. I believe that the gifts of the Holy Spirit are vital to the building of the church. And that is, that is clear through what Paul is saying there, that they are to build the church up. They are to edify the church. Uh, the gifts of the Spirit are not to make us feel important. The gifts of the Spirit are for us to be able to grow stronger together, to hear clearly the, the, the way of the Lord for us as a, as a local church and for the church as a whole. So just to remind us what the gifts of the Spirit, as they are listed in 1 Corinthians, they are the message of wisdom, the message of knowledge, faith, healing, miraculous power, prophecy, distinguishing between spirits, speaking in different kinds of tongues, and interpretation of tongues. So that's the the nine gifts of the Spirit that we're going to be looking at. There are others, as you will know, but that's what we're going to be looking at in this series, different gifts, same Spirit. And so we're going to be looking at the message of wisdom and the message of knowledge today. Uh, But first of all, I've got some humorous words of wisdom for us. How about this one for words of wisdom? Always keep your words soft and sweet, just in case you have to eat them. Never buy a car you can't push. Never put both feet in your mouth at the same time, because then you don't have a leg to stand on. When everything's coming your way, you're in the wrong lane. If you're too open-minded, your brains will fall out. (laughs) Going to church doesn't make you a Christian any more than going to a a garage makes you a mechanic. Maybe you've heard that before. What about this one? If you look like your passport picture, you probably need the trip. (laughs) Middle age is when broadness of the mind... And narrowness of the waist change places. 
Junk is something you've kept for years and throw away three weeks before you need it. I'm sure we've all experienced that. (laughs) Experience is a wonderful thing. It enables you to recognize a mistake when you make it again. By the time you can make ends meet, they move the ends. And finally, blessed are they who can laugh at themselves, for they shall never cease to be amused. (laughs) So let's have a look at the message of wisdom. Wisdom means good judgment based upon knowledge. The message of wisdom, then, is a word of good judgment based upon knowledge. But the gift is much more than that. If you've got your Bibles, then just have it open at 1 Corinthians 12, uh, so you can just look at it as we go through it. Verse 8 says, To one there is given through the Spirit the message of wisdom. First of all, we must note that the Scripture says the message of wisdom. It doesn't say the gift of wisdom. It is the message of wisdom. So why is that? Why is it, why is it not the gift of wisdom Why is it the gift of the message of wisdom? And that's the important point this morning. It is because God is the wisdom, not the speaker, not us who who speak those words or messages of wisdom. We are not made wiser through this gift. We are just as likely to make mistakes as ever, as if we depend on our own wisdom. The message of wisdom is not dependent upon human ability of natural wisdom, but it is a revelation of divine counsel. The term message is key here. It comes from the Greek word logos, which means the matter of, the subject of, the the essence of. Since the gifts of the Spirit are strictly of the Spirit of God, we understand that the message of wisdom is an expression from God. It is not just an expression of wisdom. The wisdom spoken of here comes directly from God. It is His wisdom. We could say it is a small bit of God's wisdom spoken at the proper time. What the message of wisdom does, it allows us to tap into the depth of the riches of the wisdom and the knowledge of God. Paul says in, in Romans 11, verse 33, this. He says, Oh, the depths of the riches of the wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable his judgments and his paths beyond tracing out. Who has known the mind of the Lord? Or who has been his counselor? Who has ever given to God that God should repay him? For from him and through him and to him are all things. To him be the glory forever. Amen. And throughout scripture we can see different examples of this gift of the message of wisdom being, um, being used in In Acts especially, we see it. Acts 15, verses 13 to 21. We're going to be be giving out some scriptures this morning. We're not going to be reading them all. Here we find about the Apostle James. 
<coughs> he shows great wisdom in addressing the people uh, concerning Jew and Gentile and uh, the whole issue of circumcision. And if you've studied that, that was such a sticky subject. And so the Apostle James brings these, this message of wisdom that is useful, that is building, that is edifying to the church there, which was being led there in, which he was leading there in Jerusalem. This message that he gave was a, a, a proclamation of wisdom given by the Holy Spirit to meet the need of the occasion. And that is what the message of wisdom does. It, it meets the need of the occasion. We can definitely see it in Acts in action in, in action in Acts 4 verses 8 to 14. Peter is described as filled with the Holy Spirit. Just read the last verse in that in Acts 4 verse 8. Verse 14. I think it's 14 or 13. 13. When they saw the courage of Peter and John and realized that they were unschooled, ordinary men, they were astonished and they took note that these men had been with Jesus. So these disciples, Peter, a fisherman, unschooled, he brings such wisdom into these learned men, into the council. They, they could not argue with him. That gift of the message of wisdom was for that occasion. It's worth noting that Jesus says in Luke chapter 21 verse 15 that we will receive words and wisdom that none of your adversaries will be able to resist or contradict. So I definitely see that the gift of the message of wisdom that Paul talks about in 1 Corinthians 12 can certainly be seen as the fulfillment of his promise. Stephen, if you look in Acts chapter 6 verse 9 to 10, um, is a man that brings wisdom for the right time here. In Acts chapter 6, verse 9 and 10, it says, Opposition arose, however, from members of the synagogue, synagogue of the freed men, Jews of Cyrene and Alexandria, as well as the provinces of Cilicia and Asia. These men began to argue with Stephen, but they could not stand up against his wisdom or the spirit by whom he spoke. We must understand that the, the message of wisdom is fully supernatural. You cannot get it by going to school. You cannot get it because you are naturally wise. You can only get it by the Spirit, by the Spirit whom he spoke, it says there. Donald G., a great English Pentecostal teacher, says this about the message of wisdom. In a manifestation of the word of wisdom, something flashes. There is a sense of the divine, a consciousness of an utterance transcending all the stores of human experience. One is deeply conscious that the right thing has been said. Before Paul himself spoke, um, before, before he spoke to the Corinthians, it says that he himself spoke, was spoken to by the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit led him deeply in his heart, as was seen today from the, the reading that um, David brought this morning from 1 Corinthians 2, 6 to 16. And we learn from Scripture that the message of wisdom can be manifest in various circumstances. 
In Acts 2, verse 16 to 36, we see that it is manifest when the preacher is preaching. Uh, In Acts 15, we see that when problems arose in the church, the message of wisdom came. In Acts 5, 26 to 33, and particularly verse 29, we see the message of wisdom when persecution came. And fourthly, we see it when people had personal problems in Acts 5, verses 1 to 11. The gift of the message of wisdom is a useful gift, and it definitely passes the test of being useful and helpful to the building up of the church. Secondly, I want to look at the message of knowledge. Wisdom and knowledge are, are very similar words, very similar, um, and they seem to be similar, and we can come, sometimes get confused, and confusion can arise as to the difference between wisdom and the difference between knowledge. Wisdom needs knowledge and uses knowledge to bring right application of truth and to give guidance. So the two of them work together. Again, the wording in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 is the same as the message of wisdom. It says the message of knowledge, not the gift of knowledge. And that's, again, an important point to make. The Holy Spirit doesn't download in one fell swoop all his knowledge. But he gives us words, he gives us messages of knowledge as and when they are needed for a given situation. Knowledge means knowing. Like the message of wisdom, the message of knowledge is an expression of knowledge given by the Holy Spirit. Remember, different gifts, but the same Spirit. The Holy Spirit has access to all of God's vast treasure of knowledge. God is omniscient, which is made up of two words, omni, which means all, and seeing, which means knowing. Therefore, God is all-knowing. He knows everything. And so through the message of knowledge, the Holy Spirit makes us, the believer, able to speak forth a bit of God's unlimited knowledge. In other words, God causes the believer, he causes us to say things, he, things that we in no way would know in our own understanding, in our our known abilities. The Holy Spirit gives that message for him to speak, for us to speak. The Apostle Paul refers to the gift of the message of knowledge in some of the other letters. Paul's Paul's prayer for the Ephesians was this, I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Some versions say knowledge, so that you may know him better. For the Colossians, he prayed also that God would fill you with the knowledge of his will through all spiritual wisdom and understanding so that they may live a life worthy of the Lord and may please him in every way, bearing fruit in every good work, growing in the knowledge of God. And James calls for showing knowledge by good works from a good life in James 3 verse 13. And again, throughout the whole of the book of Acts, we see some wonderful examples and manifestations of this message of knowledge. And you can see that in each case, 
The person who spoke the message of knowledge spoke something he had no way of knowing himself except by the Holy Spirit. Acts 5 verse 1 to 10, we can read about Peter who knew Ananias and Sophia had lied to the Holy Spirit. He also knew that they had secretly agreed to lie together. He, he knew that. He wasn't there when they decided to do that, but he had a word of a message of knowledge. Acts 8, verse 23, Peter again knew Simon had bitter envy and sin in his heart. Acts 9, verse 1 to 18, Ananias, a different Ananias now, knew several things about Saul by the Holy Spirit. Verse 11, we see that he knew where Saul was. Also in verse 11, we see that he knew he was praying. Uh, in verse 12, we, we, we see that he knew Saul had seen a vision. In verse 15, he knew Saul was a chosen vessel. And verse 16, he knew Saul would suffer for the Lord. So Ananias knew these things from a, through a message of knowledge given to him by the Holy Spirit. He wouldn't have known that otherwise. Acts 10 verse 19, Peter knew that three men had come to see him on behalf of Cornelius. And one more, Acts 27 verse 13 to 44, Paul knew that the sailors in the storm-tossed ship could not be saved unless they stayed with the ship. A lot of passages and a lot of scripture references this morning, that's why I said it's more of a teach today. And I encourage you to write those down and, and throughout this time whilst we are looking at different gifts, the same spirit. Spend time studying the word of God and, and, and trying to understand it a bit. Read those passages that I, I've spoken about. You know, sometimes as a minister, I'm asked the question, how, how, can, how do I know I have a message of knowledge? How do I know I have a message of wisdom? How do I know this? How can I be sure, how can we be sure that we have a message of knowledge? And that's a fantastic question. And I've just written three things down, that three simple tests, three simple questions that maybe you could apply to each situation. Firstly, are my own selfish desires leading me to speak? Am I wanting to, you know, sometimes we may feel that we're going to give a word of knowledge because of, my, because of our own selfish desires. If, if you have, then think about it. Secondly, do I sense God's peace in my heart? And thirdly, am I personally upset or unhappy with someone or some situation? You remember, the whole point of, of Paul writing to the Corinthians was that they were abusing the gifts of the Holy Spirit. They were abusing them and they were manipulating them and saying that these words and words of message, these words of wisdom were from the Holy Spirit, but yet they were trying to abuse it and manipulate it to their own situation. And so asking ourselves these questions are important. This is not an exhaustive list. If you're troubled maybe by any of the, one of these questions, it is better to, to seek the Lord out longer before you speak out. The, the believer, the, the, the follower of Jesus who has a true message of knowledge will have a strong inward feeling. You would know within your heart, within your spirit. You'll have a strong feeling within your heart that something should be spoken. And through experience, experience itself will help you recognize the moving of the Holy Spirit. 
And those questions there to, to ask yourself, is this a message of knowledge? Don't let them be a stumbling block from giving the word of knowledge. If, if there's a real desire, a real feeling in your heart and your spirit that you have a word of knowledge, then the Holy Spirit is using you to manifest the gift of the message of knowledge. The purpose for both the message of wisdom and the message of knowledge is the same. It is to build up the body of Christ. That is what it's for. It's not for knocking people down. It's not for um, any other purpose but building up the body of Christ. Edification. It is for us, the church. It is a gift. Very word in there. It's the gift of the Holy Spirit. It's not something we deserve. It's not something that we... We, um, we have and then we have this gift and we carry it around and say, yes, I'm more wiser, I'm more knowledgeable than other people. No, it is a gift given by the Holy Spirit as he chooses. And these gifts, message of, the, uh, message of wisdom and the message of knowledge, often work together. But the message of knowledge may come before the message of wisdom. By the message... Um, of knowledge, Jesus told the Samaritan at, um, at the well. We know that story, don't we? we t- the Samaritan woman, Jesus had those me- a message of knowledge for that woman about her past life. And then by the message of wisdom, he gave her the solution to her problem. So he, he had a knowledge about this woman and she was amazed that he knew this. And then he had a word of wisdom, message of wisdom, and told her what to do to solve her problem. And that's quite often how the messages of of wisdom and the message of knowledge work together. And what is interesting about this example of Jesus at the the well is that it was not in the he was not in the synagogue, he was not in the temple, he was at a very common and normal place. He was at a well, a place where uh, all people could come to, regardless of their, of their race, regardless of who they were, regardless of their sex, they were able to come to this place, a common place. And it's worth noting that the gifts of the Holy Spirit are not just for our gatherings on a Sunday or in the week, but the gifts of the Holy Spirit are for all places and all circumstances. Remember, we are the church of God. This, this is not the church. We, are, we, we know this. The people are the church. So wherever we go, we are the church. And so the gifts of the Holy Spirit are for the building up and the edifying of the church. We may be at co-op in, in, the, in, the, in the queue. And we have a word of knowledge for the cashier or for someone in the queue. We may be at work talking to somebody. And the Holy Spirit gives us a message of knowledge for that person. Something that will just be pertinent to their situation. Do not limit the Holy Spirit. And do not limit where and when he chooses to use you. I remember when I was a teenager. About 18, I think I was. And we used to go out on the streets every Saturday uh, evening. We used to go out on the streets and just talk to the young people. uh, Our peers, as it were, on the streets about Jesus. And I remember one time I was talking to a whole group of, of lads, you know, lads out on the street, think they're, the, they're the, the bee's knees. And there was this one lad, and I, I had this word of knowledge for him. And I was brave and I spoke out. And I, I, I 
I spoke this word, this message of, of, wisdom, of knowledge to this boy, this lad. And, he, and it pierced him. I remember it clearly today. It pierced him. And he broke down right where I was there, in front of all his mates. He broke down as I brought these words of knowledge about his life and about, about him. And I brought that into him, and I was able to lead him to the Lord as a result of that. And that's just an, an example, a personal example of how the, the message of, of knowledge can help us in every situation. Remember, we did a series of ministry and the marketplace. Wherever we are in the marketplace, the gifts of the Holy Spirit can be used. And as I saw in, as I saw in that example, brought that word of knowledge. It built that lad up and it brought him to Jesus. It doesn't matter where you are, you can exercise the gifts of the Spirit. My aim through this series is to give us some biblical teaching on the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And as a result, as a result of this teaching, as the Apostle Paul was wanting to do, and he says it in chapter 12, verse 31, be eagerly, but eagerly desire the greater gifts. That is what I want to see. That is the purpose of this sermon series, this teaching series. That's through teaching, biblical teaching of the gifts of the Holy Spirit, we will eagerly be seeking after them. Not just one or two of them, but we eagerly be seeking after all of them. They are for us. They are for us now. When we rise in the morning, let's ask the Holy Spirit to use us to manifest the gifts of the Holy Spirit wherever we are in that day, whatever we're doing. Let's, as I close this one sentence, live your life in step with the Holy Spirit. And as you do that, you will be amazed of what the Lord will accomplish through you. Amen. Praise God. Thank you for listening to this podcast from Delancey Church. For more podcasts, information, or to contact us, please visit our website at delanceyelin.co.uk.